Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Your Retirement Elevated. Thanks for being with us for another edition of Your Retirement Elevated. Walter Storholt here alongside Scott Dugan. Scott, uh, last time we talked, you were on your back with uh, you know the sun beating down on you, and you had a cold drink in your hand and the air conditioning blowing and a fan in the background. You were just trying to stay cool. Has is, is life gotten any better since then? Well, how could it get any better if that was the case? I mean, that sounds, <laughs> it's sounds not a bad thing that it's hot if I've got a cold drink and relaxing. Yes. <laughs> I'm warm-blooded, and so... I am fine with being outside working hard, you know, doing all those things, but I don't enjoy like outdoor summer activities when it's really hot and humid. Like going to a concert in August doesn't sound fun at all. Wait, you know? so but you but you're okay if you like you're doing work. Like oh, if, absolutely. It's, if it's appropriate to be sweaty, like building something outside or doing yard work, that's fine. I love that. Okay. I like right. working out outside when it's hot. I just, I just don't like wearing a suit when it's hot or being dressed up when it's hot. <laughs> yes, so. yes, absolutely. They need to throw concerts where you like have some big massive pool that you just lay in the pool and watch the concert. That's what they should do. I think it's I called think, spring break. <laughs> I think you're onto something there. That would be. That's how I would throw a concert if I was in a band and it was summertime. That's what I would do. Perfect. In any event, uh, well, glad that you are uh, at least able to find some joy in the heat by getting out and doing projects and things like that. Uh, I like to just retreat to the indoors when it's really hot outside. If I don't have a pool nearby, I would kind of describe the air conditioning as my security blanket for the heat. And in the world's worst segue of all time, uh, we're going to talk about what does financial security mean to you. What is your security blanket when it comes to your finances? That's today's topic. If you're new to the podcast, we're talking with Scott Dugan, of course, co-founder and managing partner at Elevated Retirement Group, serving clients all across the country based out of the Kansas City metro area. And you can find us online by going to listentoscott.com to listen to all the episodes of the show. So this term financial security, Scott, it might mean different things to different people, but for nearly everybody, I think you know, they're going to want to achieve their own definition of security. And what that is, is going to be different to most folks. So I'm kind of curious to ask our listeners today, how do you define financial security? And today we're going to cover some of the popular responses we hear from folks during the planning process and then what that entails as far as a financial plan and how it gets created. So let's say somebody will kind of role play on today's show, Scott. I'll, I'll be the person walking into your office with sort of the, uh, the complaint or maybe not the complaint, but just sort of the thing that brings me security. You tell me what insight we can draw from that. Let's say that I come in and I say, you know, I don't want to be a burden on my kids, regardless of my health situation. What does that say to you about my financial security? Well, a couple of things come to mind. A lot of times if I hear, you know, this statement, uh, it means that either they or a caretaker, potentially for their parents or a parent or a loved one, and that can really have a toll and, a, and an effect on someone if you have to be the caretaker. And I think we all want to be as independent as possible, stay in our homes as long as possible. And so when you're saying be a burden, it could be twofold. They don't want their loved ones to be a physical caretaker, and they also don't want their loved ones to have to be the financial backers of that. So really, uh, to be independent, have financial security, either you've gone through a planning process and you've determined if you did have a an event where you did require some sort of long-term care or health care, you know, what would it do to you financially? And if the 
financial impact on your savings was tolerable, then you can just rest assured you can be self-insured. I mean, you're going to spend your own money if you need some sort of care for a health situation. Other people want to have some sort of strategy in place. That's a hedge, meaning they've got some sort of insurance or some sort of backup plan that's put into place. And so we'll use long-term care an example here. You know, some people have a standalone long-term care insurance policy. Uh, some people will put a certain amount of their assets in an account that's conservative. You know, it's in the market that they'll earmark for health care. Some people will use a protected or guaranteed product uh, like an annuity where they put money into it so they can either take money from it for income later or use it for some sort of long-term care uh, hedge. Or they may decide they want to take a small percentage of their resources on an annual basis and reinvest that into a life insurance policy that has a long-term care rider. Some people do that because if they put money into either of those things, either annuity or a life insurance policy, you know, if they need it while they're alive, they can take money out of it. And whatever is gone out of those accounts, the beneficiaries get the rest. If they never, ever use it for long-term care, all that money just goes to their loved ones or beneficiaries. So I think that's really that regards to health situation, they just want to make sure they're not a burden, either physically or financially on their loved ones. The next one kind of to address here too, Scott, I think this one applies to a lot of people. And it also hits on probably that number one concern of most retirees. And that's the folks that just come in and say, you know what, I just want to be sure I never run out of money. That's sort of the, is that sort of the baseline of what you do? I mean, like that, that is the minimum, right? Definitely minimum. And I, but I would say it's one of the most common questions or concerns. I would assume that if you went out with your friends, you know, and you're retired or close to retirement and you went to dinner or cup, get a cup of coffee, the idea or the thought of running out of money is not a pleasant one. The reason I believe it's such a prominent question or concern is, you know, the days of the pension are mostly over, where if you just put your time in, you knew at the end of that time, you're going to get a paycheck for life from your employer. And you add that to your social security check. And maybe you're fortunate your spouse has a social security check and a pension. So you got paychecks that came in you know, to the mailbox until the day you died. You didn't have to worry about running out of money because those checks were going to keep coming. Well, that's all been shifted to the retiree. And that's why we have 401ks and IRAs and Roth IRAs and TSPs and all those things. That's just a shift of the responsibility to us, meaning now you're responsible. We're responsible for putting money away for ourselves, and we have to make all those decisions to make sure it all works out. And so what I think it really means is that we don't want to run out of money because we want to be independent. We want to keep up our standard of living, and ultimately you don't want to be a burden on our loved ones. You know, that's why having a good plan in place, a good retirement income plan put into place that shows us how can we deliver the dollars you need to live the lifestyle you want and deserve on a consistent basis. And there's several ways to do that. We just need to sit down and figure out uh, what's the best way to do that. What are the pros and cons of those things? But I agree. Nobody wants to run out of money. 
And there are things that we can do to help mitigate that to make sure it doesn't happen. Yeah, that's a great point. So the different people coming into your office, they will often draw on different life experiences. They may have different concerns and ideas. Someone might come in and say something along the lines of, after I retire, I want to be able to work part-time if I want to, but not because I have to. If you hear that kind of statement, what clues does it give you? Well, I guess the idea that they want to do something that potentially is more fulfilling that gives them maybe a creative outlet or exposure to, you know, people and interaction with, with people outside of their circle. And they don't want to do it to make ends meet. They don't want to have to get up every day and go to a job just so they can pay their, you know, their electric bill. You know, so with financial security, a financial security has been able to do what you want to do when you want to do it because you have the financial resources to do so. It gives you the permission to do those things, all right? And so I see that more and more often is that you want to work to do something that's fulfilling, not because it makes ends meet. You have to have financial security in your mind. That's in conjunction with a solid financial plan that's put into play. So that's where I think that comes into play. You know, work because you want to, not because you have to, and enjoy yourself this next go round. Here's another one, Scott. Somebody comes in and says, if I need a knee replacement or a new transmission for the car, something along those lines, I don't want that to prevent me from spoiling my grandkids at Christmas. What's that person's main concern? It's talking about the curveballs of life that happen. And those curveballs are inevitable. And we just want to make sure that when they do happen, they don't derail the important things that you want to be able to do. And so in that example, obviously it's important if you want to give your grandkids either gifts or, you know, an experience via travel. I know my grandparents took us cross country uh, a few different times. I've had one brother and one sister, and we all got to go individually across country out to California. And as we got a certain age, and that was one of the greatest experiences. Now, my grandparents had a a great situation at that time, you know, they had pension checks and social security checks. And so when they retired, their income was pretty close to the same. They were doing pretty well when they retired. You know, so they could do all those things and they had enough money set aside that, you know, the curveballs of life happened. They paid for those, but it didn't keep them from doing the things that were truly important, like spending time with their family. So people want to know they've got enough resources enough emergency funds to weather the storm and keep doing what they love to do. Well, I know you've heard all of these examples before when folks come in to meet with you, but this one may be near the top of the list. Somebody who comes in and says, I'm tired. I just don't want to watch my accounts constantly jump up and down anymore. What, what can be done? Definitely understanding of people not wanting to watch their accounts go up and down continuously. And that's the nature of the markets, though. And we can't control if they do go up or down. Well, we do have some control over how far up and how far down. So that's called volatility control. But I get it. You know, I had a recent client, longtime client. He's been retired for a little while and his wife's still working. And recently on their, their review, we said, you know, hey, there's you know potential. My wife, her job may be phased out. Now she's probably going to do something else. But there's going to be a period of time where – you know, we need some stability and they've got enough resources. And we had walked through 
just that, you know, the markets and volatility. And I said, you know, do you feel like we want to take more a more of an aggressive approach on your funds, you know, on your portfolio with some of it? He goes, no, he goes, I'll tell you what, my accounts, he goes, we've been taking money out of them. He goes, when the market drops, it doesn't drop nearly as much as the market. And it's kept up with inflation. And it's just pretty consistent. He goes, it's I can spend my money confidently, and it's been dependable. He goes, that's what I want. I don't want to change anything. All right. So that's their reality. And so if if you're in a situation where your accounts are fluctuating up and down and beyond your comfort level, and it's causing you anxiety or making you lose sleep, that's a good indicator. You need to sit down, go through a process to determine what is your tolerance for the fluctuation of the value of your money and what do you need to employ to help mitigate that so you're comfortable so you can go into retirement be confident spend confidently and not lose sleep over it again it's about decisions and putting your money in certain places that have that desired outcome you're looking for and so some people like like our client financial security was protect my money pay me an income and don't blow it up when the market's really correct. That's their definition of financial security. So all these different opinions and, and feelings kind of come into the office. Scott, you've got to decipher through all these things and then figure out what's most important and how to craft the plan based on these. I mean, somebody's somebody who says the health situation is their number one concern versus somebody who's worrying about the stock market, that's going to, I guess, lead the conversation in lots of different directions. It isn't. And we take a lot of time and we ask a lot of questions of our the prospective clients that we're thinking about bringing on. And we want to make sure we understand what direction they want to go in, you know, what they want to experience along the way, and really crafting a personal plan that's going to give them the highest probability of success of getting those desired outcomes. And when you set up a plan, you know, we don't build a financial plan, we engage in financial planning because your life's going to change. Things are going to change the markets, the economy. You never know, you know, what's going to be around the corner. We need to be flexible enough to be able to tackle the curveballs of life, the changes in life, but give you confidence to be able to go out and do what you want to do, uh, which that's what people really want to do in retirement. And what financial security means to most people is, do we have enough money put in the right places to weather most storms, enjoy our lives, live our lifestyle, have some great experiences along the way, and if there's money left over, let's make sure we pass it on the most efficiently, the most efficient and effective way to our beneficiaries? That's what I think most people are looking for in today's world. Yeah, I think you're exactly right, Scott. So if financial security is something that is on your radar, but it's something that maybe you haven't had truly addressed before, you identified with one of these concerns we talked about on the show today, or maybe it's a different concern that's on your mind that we didn't have the chance to cover or get into. Feel free to run those concerns by somebody like Scott Dugan. If you're in the Kansas City metro area, you can certainly come in and meet in the office, but you can also meet remotely with Scott. It is the 21st century after all, so we can have uh, those abilities to meet remotely uh, in, in many ways, no matter where you are. If you want to get in touch online, you can go to listentoscott.com, schedule uh, your opportunity to meet by just getting in contact with us through the site. That's listentoscott.com. Or give a call, 913 913- 
913-393-4724 is the number. That's 913-393-4724. Scott, really appreciate the guidance on today's show, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Looking forward to it. For Scott Dugan, I'm Walter Storholt. Talk to you next time right back here on Your Retirement Elevated. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.